Hello and welcome to another episode of 365 Talk Social Media. Amy again here this week and in today's episode I'm going to be talking about why Instagram takeovers are a great business strategy. I'm sure that you have probably seen Instagram takeovers happen a lot on perhaps your favourite Instagram profiles or influencers you follow or businesses that you admire and so today I thought I would just break down a few steps in order to actually go from having an idea to actually executing the takeover, things to bear in mind whilst you're doing it. So I hope that this is an informative podcast for anyone that's thinking about introducing Instagram takeovers. It can seem a little bit daunting, much like a lot of social media, but don't worry, it can be really, really simple and the results can be mind-blowing as well. So it's a great way to increase your following. So because you're doing a takeover with someone else, you're going to be introducing yourself to their audience and then vice versa. It can be a mutual introduction in terms of your followers, which is always great. It's a great way to increase your community because, of course, you want those followers to become quality fans. But it also means that your awareness also grows. And hopefully those people that watch you there go on to follow you and engage in your content and ultimately drive sales if that is your business objective. So without further ado, let's get straight into it. So for anyone that is listening to this and thinking, what exactly is an Instagram takeover? Then I'll just explain before we get on to it. An Instagram takeover is when a customer, influencer or business takes over your Instagram stories for a small amount of time, giving your audience an insight not only to your products or services, but also the takeover's opinions or recommendations. I've seen this a lot. I think that Channel Mum is one that does a really good job of doing this. So they'll have Instagram takeovers I think on a weekly basis where they introduce either one of their influencers within their program, someone that has shared a really nice story that is relevant to their database of mums I suppose and people that have unique stories or experiences that they want to bring awareness to so it's not just about sales it can be about storytelling as well which I think makes Instagram still one of the best platforms to do takeovers on because it can just feel so authentic and that's the whole importance of making sure you choose someone who's a right fit. If you choose someone that is irrelevant, that doesn't quite match up to your community, your audience is not only going to not be interested in the takeover, but they could unfollow you because it's irrelevant content. So making sure that you introduce people that are very, very relevant is obviously the first step in terms of identifying who and when to do a takeover. Introducing real people to your stories to either use a product that you have bought out or recommend a particular service gives such a fresh personal approach to advertising. Again, that just links to the humanization and the authenticity that you know that we absolutely strive for and is a huge trend in 2021. It's not just limited to influencers though, brands can benefit from stepping into each other's accounts. And I say that because I've seen recently a few people that have basically taken over or collaborated with a competitor. And that is such a smart move. And for me, it's something that I thought this is genius because instead of competing with their audiences and trying to get one step ahead of each other, they actually decided to work together and they're sharing their followers, they're sharing their audience, but ultimately it means that they're seen to be working together. I imagine that partnership brought so much results for both parties, but also shows that there is an honest, genuine connection between the businesses. And I think that people really recommend that or people really appreciate it because seeing 
a business not basically hate someone else but actually open their arms to someone else I know for me personally it made me feel a lot more love towards the brand because I thought wow they you know they're really happy to work with someone that they shouldn't necessarily be working with for the benefit of their audience and so I'm starting to see that a lot more frequently on Instagram takeovers so definitely keep an eye out for your favorite businesses that might start doing that because it's really really interesting to see how that relationship develops in terms of these takeovers now I mentioned channel mum as being a personal favorite of mine that do takeovers that's probably because I am a mum and so I follow it and I find it interesting but if that's not your kind of forte there's some other businesses that do it really really well too so Harper's Bazaar do really great Instagram takeovers, Summer Fridays and Iconic London all do consistent takeovers to share this information with their followers which Again, Instagram takeovers can provide such amazing results and we'll get onto the results in a moment. And not only does it provide results, but it shares insights that otherwise you might not have learned about your audience. So let's get into how do you start an Instagram takeover? So this element of the podcast is gonna be more kind of educational. I'm just gonna talk you through the step-by-step -step process that we would recommend in terms of starting the process and then also concluding and measuring the process as well and these all of these things if you follow them in this order will mean that you can go from having an idea to executing a plan really really well so first up you have to secure a collaborator who you'll choose will vary on your industry and your objectives however always discuss with your host what you'd like to achieve whether that's attracting new followers having fun engagement or sharing a particular story and try to get them in an organic way as possible to include call to actions as appropriate so when we go back to the channel mum example for them it's mainly storytelling and so the only kind of necessarily benefit that I see other than gaining more brand awareness for the person that does the takeover, they will include their handle so people can go over and follow them. But then they'll also just kind of like talk about the channel mum and their website. So it's always making sure that if you have a co-host or a collaborator, that if, for example, for you getting more traffic to your website is an important step, ask them to mention that when they're talking, um, but make sure you don't ask them to do too much, otherwise it doesn't come across that authentic storytelling thing. So just basically clear out what your objectives you want to achieve. Be really mindful that it needs to come across in a really organic way, but securing a collaborator that is really relevant is the best place to start. And I think that as soon as you do a couple takeovers, you're most likely to start getting people reach out that are also relevant. So again, it totally depends on your business, but let's say for example, you're a restaurant business and you have got a bar, we're out of lockdown, we've got a bar, you know, we can dream. And then what you could do is you could invite cocktail makers to come onto your Instagram takeover. So they could, for example, make a cocktail that is on your menu. So they're promoting that drink in the process. However, they're talking about them, their experiences, cocktail making, talking through the ingredients, making it a really fun and educational story as well as also having that 
underlying secondary degree of promotion. So it's making sure your priorities are right, but you can have so much fun with it. And I've honestly seen so many great examples of takeovers where you don't realize you are kind of being advertised to because it's such a seamless process. Next up, it's make a plan. This is where you're gonna to wanna to pencil in a date, time, and share account information if they'll be logging in themselves to sit on a camera and chat. So obviously you can do takeovers in a number of ways, but the best way would be to actually hand over your account to someone, let them log in and do, for example, a live video or do a handful of stories. You could also do it where they pre-record videos and text and send it to you for you to upload. But, you know, it's whatever process works best for you. I think if you're going to do it in a more kind of responsive type of way, so if they are, have a question box where people can send in their questions and they react to them, then having your login information would be more important in that process. However, what you can do, and probably needless to say, is that before you give them their login information, basically make a temporary password that's exclusive to them. As soon as they've completed the takeover, then change your password again. Just make sure you're doing that every time you hand those information over. So the next step, and something that kind of links to the hashtag episode we've done specifically, is creating a custom hashtag. So it could be as simple as creating a hashtag like your hashtag business name takeover, or you could get a little bit more creative with it. And it just shows that you're a worthy social media partner to collaborate with because people can see the traction that that hashtag is getting. The more you do it, the more posts there's gonna be, the more reactions, the more engagement. And it's a great way to just tie in the interest if this is something you wanna do on a really regular basis because then you're creating like a name for the hashtag. So it's brand recognition and people are just know what to expect from that. I would say it's best to keep one custom hashtag for all takeovers because then it's a much easier way to measure that. But obviously, again, it's up to you. So it might be that you do your business name and then an influencer name, should that be appropriate. But I would just say keep it as a business name takeover or something as creative like that because then it's just a lot easier to measure. And this is gonna be really essential when it comes to announcing and getting people up and ready for the takeover, which is what I'm gonna talk about now. So the fourth step is announcing the takeover. We'd recommend creating a graphic that both you and the collaborator can share to let audiences know to save the date for the takeover. Doing a bit of a countdown is really important, I would say, to get in that interest and get in more brand awareness because people are getting hyped a little bit for it, especially if it's really relevant to something they want to know. People will take the time to actually set a reminder and you can actually do that on Instagram now where there's like a countdown option in terms of a sticker. So you could share a graphic that's saying that you're doing a takeover with this person and then do a little countdown sticker and then people will be notified when that is coming to an end, which is really cool. Not only just share it on Instagram, but even if you're doing a strictly Instagram takeover, you can still share it across your other social platforms in terms of a business to make sure your audiences that are on the other channels hopefully come over to Instagram, not only to watch the takeover, but also to follow you and engage with your content there. Obviously, if they're following you on another social platform, likelihood is that they like your business, they like what you stand for. And so this is a great way to build that community because it's just providing really raw content, which is something I talked about in the 2021 trends for social media podcasts, is that this video and organic type of human content 
is what's really, really important for the year ahead. And so this is what's gonna keep people really engaged and interested in your brand. So it's a great way not only to tick those boxes, but also get people from other platforms that are used to perhaps more standard posts or text posts to actually come over and join in in the conversation in terms of video content. I think as well here, it's worthwhile to know that takeovers obviously are in a very easy way in terms of the exchange, but you can also do like live videos with collaborators where you talk together and your audience can watch that. So there's so many different options now that you can decide which one is best for you. But I felt like in today's podcast, it was better to just stick to one and then talk you through that. But you can definitely do live videos with influencers or storytellers or whatever, again, it might be relevant to your business. You can do live videos with them where you chat together and your audience gets involved and you can ask questions. And it's honestly a really, really great way to keep people really engaged, especially on Instagram. So next up, it's all about introducing yourself. So this is particular for the person coming onto your takeover. And what people always say is that start an Instagram takeover by introducing yourself, explaining your relationship to the host and what to expect in the takeover and reasons to stay tuned. I think that this is what's really important is that people need to remember that on social media, people have a very, very, very short attention span. So you need to keep them gripped within the first, I think it's like 10 seconds, is when people decide whether to keep watching a video or to click off of the video. So within that 10 seconds, you really need to keep people engaged, let them know what to expect, basically give them a reason to why they want to stay. You could do things like doing a competition whilst you're doing a takeover or or answering questions or providing an education in terms of doing something that people want to learn, whatever it might be, but you need to make sure that you let them know what's coming in those like first 10 seconds, otherwise you could lose audiences because they think, oh, I don't know what this is about, this, you know, I'm not sure it's for me. Whereas if you're like, hi, my name is blah, 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 I'm gonna be doing this, this and this in today's takeover, I would absolutely love for you to send in your questions and get involved in the conversation, then people are more likely to engage. Next up is be authentic. So I think that this is probably a no-brainer, but the secret to a successful takeover is being authentic and truthful. Whether that's as you film yourself telling a relevant story that engages your audience or sharing answers to a Q&A session, being too forced or staged comes across, so keep it casual where you can. And honestly, the best Instagram takeovers that I've ever watched are when people were just literally sat on their sofa with the camera in front of their face, just chatting about something that is quite normal and it's not kind of studio lit and it brings that humanization to content which is just so important. The next step is incentive. So I kind of touched on this already but it's a great idea to share an incentive to measure the success of your takeover. So why not provide viewers with a limited time code to use, whether that's you're an e-commerce website or you have shops or whatever your business model might be. If you can offer the person that does a takeover on your Instagram a discount code that's limited to a certain amount of time, you can again measure that real world success in terms of finding out how many people watched a takeover and then acted based on that. Not only that, in terms of that first 10 seconds, which I mentioned already, if they mention that they've got a discount code and stay to the end of the takeover to find out what that might be, then you know, you're keeping that retention of audience because people are gonna want a discount code. So things like that is always really great, not only to keep people engaged, but also 
provides a metric to measure who went from the takeover to purchase a product or a service. And you can do that really on any social post and make it specific to that. But I think on a takeover, it really helps to create more of a bond between the audience and the person that's taking it over. Now, the next thing is to thank your audience. So you are ending your takeover and you wanna make sure that you thank your audience for watching and taking the time out of their day to watch whatever you've been talking about. Whether you've had four people watch your video or whether you've had 500 people or 5,000 people, those people that are watching those takeovers will only grow the more often and more consistent you're doing it. So it doesn't matter how little, don't be deflated because there's not as many people as you thought that would watch it. You know, having people watch it is still really important. And think of those people as people standing right in front of you actually watching what you have to say in a real like world setting so you're talking to three people that would still be really powerful so don't let that discourage you to keep going so when you are thanking your audience and you're ending the takeover make sure you provide a call to action whether that's to follow your page as the person that's taking it over head over to a specific website or to learn more on social or you know you could share that discount code and get people to use that on their website, whatever it might be that's relevant. If you add something to help conclude it, it just makes it so much easier. And adding that call to action at the end of the takeover just again provides that nice finish because then it means, for example, if you were to share your profile on Instagram, people could then jump over from the channel they've watched you on to actually follow you and again has created that community based on the follower exchange you do on a takeover. And then the last step, which again is something that we talk about in terms of implementing anything to a social media strategy, but it's measuring the success. So reporting on your success will showcase the results from the takeover. We bet you'll be amazed by the stats. Don't forget to publicly thank your co-host as a final bid to exchange followers and share the success with them. And then you can start the process again. So if you want to do it every week or every month, depending on the size of your business, then this is where you can try and get more people involved in terms of not only your community getting involved with the takeovers but also potential people to also collaborate with you and do a takeover and the businesses that I've seen that do this on a regular basis have such a great success rate from doing this so I definitely encourage you to do it also, not only that, it's a great way because you don't have to physically do too much. If you are having someone come over and do a takeover, it kind of takes the stress of the content off of your shoulders and it means that you're able to collaborate and then hopefully you can do the same on someone else's platform too. So that's my breakdown of how to do a successful Instagram takeover. I hope that this has been helpful to anyone considering doing it. Absolutely a great time to do it, especially whilst we are in a lockdown. I'm hoping that we're not going to be for much longer but you know those people that have been doing these takeovers from last year all of this content is still able to go ahead because people are able to do it from the comfort of their own home so you don't need fancy studios you don't need to necessarily meet 
you can do it in a way that's really, really organic and easy and just as someone would pick up their phone and talk to the camera. It's just such a great tool to encourage more people to get involved. So I hope that this has been helpful to anyone considering doing a takeover. If you have any questions or queries, then please do let us know because we'll be more than happy to help you out. If you're enjoying our podcast so far, please do head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a review. It means so much. And that's all from me this week. I hope that you have enjoyed this podcast and I'll be back next week with another one. Thank you so much, guys. Bye.